What is up, you guys? We are back for another episode of the Lines and Layers podcast. On this podcast today, I have Valencia Sachs with me again. No. <laughs> so um, we are actually going to cover self-love um, featuring Baby Rose. Um, this is on the Dreamville album, Ari Lennox and Boz. Right? So um, we're just going to cover that, talking about self-love. So when it comes down to self-love, it's very important, especially when you are beginning a relationship, whether it's a intimate relationship, boyfriend-girlfriend or whatever, or if it even is a friendship. You cannot get into a relationship with, or, with other people or be around other people if you don't love yourself because all of a sudden you'll start projecting all that negativity that you have inside yourself, all that doubt that you have on yourself to other people. Yeah. Have you been a victim, Valencia Sex, of anyone doing this to you before? Of You can tell they didn't really love themselves, so they just started just projecting negativity towards your way. Well, honestly, I never, I never pay attention to to details of stuff like that. Like if somebody's like having a bad day or treating me a certain way, I'm like, man, you don't love yourself. <laughs> like I never, like I never like looked at it like that. But um, you know, as you as you grow in life, you you start to realize like, man, you know, maybe this person's parents didn't love them enough or something like that. Maybe that's the way this person is acting. That's the reason why this person is acting this way. So, you know, it's just trials and tribulations we go through. But, no, nah, I never um, really broke it down to, like, a science of of somebody not loving themselves. Of You never had someone, like, rude at, to you at the store. You're like, you don't love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I, I, I might try that though. I might. I might. I might throw somebody off. Somebody just. Man, you don't love yourself. I might try that one day. <laughs> but it's it's a really like real thing. Like you know, even when it comes down to like a lot of friendships and stuff like that. A lot of times, like I don't think that men really deal with that that much. But I think most like women deal with that. Because um, I feel like we um, sometimes are very emotional. There are emotional men out there as well. But I think that sometimes when we get to the process of becoming um, in a tough time, an emotional time, and sometimes we can, you know, um, unintentionally direct that onto someone or if we've seen it in our household with whether we had a parent that would, you know, every time they had a hard day at work, they're looking for someone to take it out on. Sometimes we can take that and do it but sometimes we won't but I'm just saying just like there's some situations where that can be and when I'm talking about that I'm not just talking about the women thing I'm talking about men can do that too um I see like a lot of times when people have like temper issues it's usually something that sends back to their childhood or how they were raised Mm -hmm. I think honestly yeah I, I agree um speaking on that topic when it comes down to self love, it's something that you have to endure from young mm-hmm. in order to know how to treat yourself and you know how you, you know what I'm saying, treat people how, what's, what's that saying? Treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think it starts as, as a youth of, you know, the love you get in your household because they say everything that starts starts with our parents. And I think a lot of times, like, we are in the era where everyone thinks that. My common sense is your common sense, but everyone, like, your common sense is not everyone else's common sense because if some people weren't taught certain things, it's not something that just, oh, they, they grew up knowing that. Yeah, you should know. That, yeah. That's not how that happens. Like, 
Um, you know, I, I was seeing a lot of kids that are like in group homes and, and situations like that. If they're not taught these things and they're going from place to place, bounce from bounce to bounce, then how are they going to learn how to do these things? You're supposed to just know how, because if, if you're talking about, well, treat people how you want to be treated, what if all they know how to be treated as and all that they accept as being treated is being mistreated because that's all that they have been shown? Yeah, if you don't know how to treat people, then you can't treat people how you want to be treated. That makes sense. I think what you're trying to say, if if you're not shown that, then you yeah, can't. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, if you're <laughs> yeah, not because I said I was like that don't that's not crazy. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is if you're not shown that of that um, how to be treated, then you, you don't know how yeah. you want to be treated because you're just con- you're just content with whatever you're given. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like. Like, like, what's what I'm looking for? Um, like, remember I showed you something on Instagram the other day, and it was a little girl. She was cussing out her, her toys. And I was like, maybe, I said, maybe that's how her mom speaks to her. Mm-hmm. That's how she never talk like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's all you know. Because that's all, that's how, you know what I'm saying, that's how you were talked to. So you talk to people in that regard because you think that's the right way to communicate with people. Right. Like, I will say something about myself because, like, I tell my audience all the time I'm very honest. And, like, with me, I'm very direct. I'm very, like, blunt. And that can be taken the wrong way. That can be taken as me being um, unsupportive or anything like that. But me being blunt and me being honest, in my eyes, I feel that that is me being supportive of telling you the truth. Not trying to tarnish what you're trying to build but trying to make you think like hey maybe i should think about this and that what if this happens with this and sometimes i could be overthinker but at the end of the day that's how i was raised i was raised in that way so that's all i know i don't know how to give things in a delicate way i'm learning how to do that because when it comes down to me i don't want things in a sweet tart like uh, not sweet tart, um, but a sweet way. I want it in an honest way. Like, I'm not saying that, that she has to be mean, but what I'm saying is, like, I want you to be honest. Don't tell me something, and then when you turn around, you're telling people the truth of how you really feel about the situation, but she try to give me, like, a sweet version that's not totally honest because I'd rather know the truth so I can correct it than you tell me what I want to hear because you tell me what I want to hear is not going to help me progress. It's going to keep me going in the same circle. Some people like that to have people who well, are some, the some yes people, man, yeah, but I'm not that your, type. Some people of don't person. want your. Some people don't want your opinion. Some people, some people want like I tell like I tell you all the time. When somebody comes to you with the idea, I say ninety five percent of the time they already know the answer to the idea. They're mm-hmm. just looking for reinsurance. So I'm not telling you to reinsure them. You know, I don't tell you reinsure them, but. You know, they already know that their mind is already made up. So you can, it's better to tell them the real, but some people don't like being told the real. Some people like being told, oh, yeah, go for it. You know, so yeah. that's, that's kind of like a middle answer to say, yeah, go for it. Or to be like, man, that's completely stupid. But you don't come at people that way. You mm-hmm. don't say, man, that's stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, I'm but, like, well, maybe have you thought, thought about, about this? this? Yeah. And, and people will take that the wrong way. But um, 
at the end of the day, it's just one of those things that when it comes down to like the self-love, some of us are built stronger than others. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to like when I ask for advice, I actually want the real. I love myself. You want advice. Yes, I love myself enough for you to tell me the truth. Now, don't tell me like, but I know the difference between the truth and you just trying to be mean. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. there's a difference. Mm-hmm. So, but my thing is I just want people to be honest, but totally honest, but not be like, oh, this is my, my door to be like mean to her because I just don't like her or whatever. You but know you, what I mean? But you also got to know who you're, you also got to know who you're dealing with and the people that you deal with because if you, that person is giving you an answer because they are jealous or they don't like you or you did something last week that they didn't like and so they're going to do something to charge your dream. You shouldn't be talking to those people about that type of stuff. Anyway, you got to put different friends in different categories. Mm-hmm. You know, so you'll know who to go to because you have that one friend that you can go to that's going to give you the honest truth every time. You have that one person that's just going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yes man, as you mm-hmm. say. And then you have that one person that might be like, I don't like the way she tied her shoes yesterday, so I'm going to give her this answer. And I also think it's very important in relationships as well. Like, for me, like, I rather... If I was to tell you, like, hey, do you like this dress? I'd rather you tell me, like, nah, I do not like this dress. And you'd be like, yeah. And then we get home, and you're like, I don't know why you wore that dress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, that's that's my thing. Like, I'd rather you tell me the truth, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. than me go out and embarrass myself like wearing, <laughs> wearing, you know, grandma's dress <laughs> like and thinking I'm, like, being vintage and stuff, but I'm looking like grandma. You know, <laughs> you know. No, what no, I mean? yeah, yeah, no. Nah. When it, you know, when it comes to relationships, I tell you, I try, I try to tell you the honest truth about stuff. You tell me the honest truth, but sometimes we have our mind made up. You know, sometimes I know what's in. Sometimes you know what's in. It's like I don't like it, but you know, it might be what's 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 hot. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you like it or I like it. It might be like okay, you said you didn't like it, but it was a hit. Yeah, because we're, be like we're honest about when it comes to even, like, our musical taste. Like, there's some music that I will bring up that I grew up with that I love, and he'll be like, you like that song? <laughs> <laughs> and he'll bring me stuff, and I'm just like, man, can you put that in your room? <laughs> so it's just like, at the M- end of More the- heard of me, though. <laughs> so then the day, it's just like, that's not, like, a really big deal to not agree all the time yeah i feel like that if you're in a relationship where someone agrees with you all the time it's almost like coming to america it's like well what what do you i forgot what he asked her it's like well what do you like just like like. whatever you like (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he wasn't with that he didn't want to be with a woman that just was doing whatever he wanted he wanted a woman that had her own opinions had her own dreams had her own you know just mind but a lot of times, like, some t- when we get into relationships, we want to have something relatable so much that we just act like we like something that we don't. Well, let me ask you this question, because you're a woman. Um, do most or all women get with some certain type of men sometimes or all the time because it's a challenge to be like, I can change this person and build this person to the person I want to, I want him to be? I think so, but I also think that some women unintentionally do that. I think that they get into a relationship with someone, they're very attracted to them, 
but there's some personality traits that they're just like, well, you know, we can work on that later. We'll get to that part later. But right now, I'm really attracted to you, and there's some stuff that I really do like, and we'll just get to this part later, to the point that later becomes years to years to years to the point that you just stuck with it because you never addressed it. Well, why do why would you say women do that? Look for sometimes a build a man. Well, it's not all women. Um, I think that these the, this category of women that probably do that, they probably do that because, you know, um, like I said, they just feel like there's something about them that stands out so much that they can just let so that go to the side like a, yeah, and they at, can build that later. We'll so, get to that later. So basically the positive traits... The positive traits trump the trump the the traits that the person the negative because everybody has traits everybody has something that a person doesn't like mm-hmm. let's be real there's no such thing as the perfect spouse not at all you not know at all. so I get that you know and I feel like if we're honest about those situations like our you know relationships can grow so much more uh, out of honesty like I've been around people who are in relationships you know. Or have been in relations for a long time just to prove other people wrong, but they're both miserable and they both just hate each other. Uh-huh. So when it comes down to like relationships, if you really love yourself, it really doesn't matter what anyone has to say. If you guys don't mesh, you guys don't mesh. Who cares? Be like, well, I knew they was gonna break up. So what? Have them reflect on what they what the relationship looks like because it probably isn't good either. So, so basically, so basically, you need self love in order to love somebody else. Yes, in I a think when it comes down to relationship, you really have to love yourself. You can't just go from one breakup and just quickly get into another relationship because the baggage from that relationship is going to be dragged into that one. And if you keep doing that as a rotation thing, you you're going to have so many relationships. You lose out on into one into the one that you're really, really trying to get into to the point that they're like, well, you're just toxic because now you're punishing me for things that people had done in the past because you didn't take the time to heal from those things. And now every time I do this, it reminds you of so-and-so, and and I'm not doing it in the way of so-and-so. So now it's just messing up our relationship and messing up the journey of love that we're trying to get to. Or it can become a thing of, oh, why do you do this? Why did you do... You can do a good deed. Oh, why did you do that? Because da 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 Always oh, looking for something negative. Right. And I will say that, you know, I have been guilty of that. Like I said, I'm very transparent. I'm a very honest person. I just don't give a... I don't care. But at the end of the day, you can share your past mistakes when you have reached the point of growth. Mm-hmm. And I have reached a point of growth when mm-hmm. me and, you know, him got together... We were great in the beginning, and then I just started thinking that things were too good to be true, and I started self-sabotaging because I felt like he was going to be like my past relationships. And at that point, I wasn't loving myself. I looked like I loved myself on the outside, but inside, I was not feeling myself because I was still hearing the words of abuse from my previous relationships. So self-sabotaging is a form of not having self-love in a way? I believe so. I believe so. I I can at least say that for me, um, that I self-sabotage because I didn't love myself. I was young. I was young and dumb. Young and dumb. So at the end of the day, it just comes, it just comes with that. Um, do you think that some men self-sabotage because they have been in, you know, bad relationships? Because it's not just women who be in 
bad relationships or a, a verbally abusive or physically abusive. Men, no, men can men, be men can be it can it can be vice versa. Um, I don't think men think of a way like self like I don't think anybody actually self sabotages stuff on purpose. On purpose, yes. You know, because it can be too good to be true. I think just us as humans, we fear. We fear, and nothing is that easy. You know, what I'm saying nothing in your life has ever came that easy for some people. So it'd be like, ah, this is too good to be true. Maybe I should just leave it now for this person. To tell me he's a murderer and has like three bodies or something in his trunk. Mm-hmm. We think of the worst because it's like, why is this person? We start to question, why is this person so good? He's going to slip up somewhere. You know what? The the funny thing about you saying that stuff, it kind of reminds me of this TV show that he he watches with me here and there. Um, it's called Love and Locked Up. And a lot of times <laughs> you can see the red flags like immediately watching uh-huh. it. But it's different from you watching it and, and actually experiencing there. it. Yeah, so yeah. when it comes to these women, I can't be like too much judgmental because who knows what was said to them? Who knows what was... And it's not just the women. Some I men mean, are, course, are manipulated course, too on, on this TV show. But but of course you're going to be good to somebody if you're in... If you're, if you're, you know what I'm saying, locked up or something, of mm. course you're going to be the, well, I just made a mistake and I'm trying to get my life on track and you're the one. But once you're free. You're going right back free. to it. <laughs> like, you know what <laughs> once you felt locked up, you like, man, I'm free. It's just like a dog. Mm-hmm. Like you have a dog, like, you know, tied up on a leash. Crazy. As soon as that dog finds a way he to get off the back. leash, he's running. <laughs> he is running he's around. Into everything. He's getting into everything, going mm-hmm. through garbage and everything because just like, okay, when I was locked up, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm about to do all this stuff. I'm on my leash. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, I'll walk with you. I'll walk right right by your side. But as soon as I get off that leash, I am running. I don't know why I'm running. I'm just running just because I have the ability to do so. <laughs> hey, hey, what did Tupac say? I don't bail fresh out of jail, California juice. So, as soon as I step on the scene, <laughs> fiending for money and alcohol. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as you step, as soon as you out, you like, oh, man, I get to chill with this person. I get to do this. I get to do that. Man, I'm out here like this and this and that. This girl wanted me while I was in here because we had the pen pal, but now I see this girl and this girl. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And, and it's like, it's not like they probably didn't mean, well, some of them don't mean it, but there probably are some that probably did mean that stuff, but then they got out and it's just like, okay, like there's this one dude on there right now and, you know, he was he wanted to get married immediately. And, you know, one of his things that he had to not do was to not drink. And as soon as he got out, he started drinking. And the next day he was, like, blacked out drunk. And it, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's so easy to, to say things when you're in confinement. But once you have freedom, it's just like, man, like, there's, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. There's no telling what it's no telling what you're gonna do once you're free. Um, to to go back to the question you asked me, I don't think like I said I don't think men think about self sabotaging and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't think when it comes to being a man in a relationship, you really don't think of stuff like that. You really see the person. Well, I see you for you, and all the flaws and all that. I don't really like bank off the flaws or think about the flaws like oh she does this or do that you know what i'm saying i think another way thing that we can also get into is um some people go into relationships because they think it's going to make them happy 
Mm. And um, mm. I, that's a very that's a very not great way to go. I think you should be happy within yourself first, and then when you get into a relationship, you know you can actually see what the relationship really is. If it's something for you to stay in, or for something for you to step out. But I had um, so you should have self love. I had some women that um, I grew up with um, years ago. And they got into relationships to be happy. They were in, um, grew up in a home that was, you know, a little bit broken. And they felt that the way for them to gain happiness was to get into relationship. And when they got into relationships, they didn't really analyze the relationship, didn't really get to know their partner. They just was like, okay, I have someone here. I don't know how long they're going to be here. I don't even care. I don't really care to analyze anything. It's just the fact that you're here. And I know if I put my foot in um, full force, um, you're going to do the same thing. And assuming that is not always mean that's going to happen. And then when it doesn't happen, they just dissolve. They dissolve in the worst way. And I don't want to say dissolve. They, um, that's a good word to say. They just break down really, really badly. Like, it's hard to get them out of bed and all this other stuff. Me, when I got into breakups... I moved on very quickly. I started getting back into the dating pool. I wasn't looking for a boyfriend, but I did get back into the dating pool. And just like, whatever it is, we can just go out to eat. And that's what it is. Either you call me again or you don't. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But I just, you know, just want to get back into the dating scene. So I'll get back into the dating scene. Or even sometimes I don't even care about going to the dating scene. I'll go somewhere with my friends and then you'll approach me and I'll just be like, like, oh, do you want to, can I get your number? I was like, um, okay, just being stupid. <laughs> you know, not even, like, be analyzing the situation and stuff. And then mm-hmm. that's how I got rushed into some of these relationships where I didn't properly heal. And then I'll go to the next relationship, and it's just, like, the same BS. I didn't notice, I didn't, um, not notice, but I didn't take the time to sit down and see the red flags from the original relationship to see that this next relationship had the same red flags. Mm. And I could have avoided being into that relationship if I really just sat down and analyzed all the red flags that took place. Well, I have a question. Um, can not having self-love create an illusion? As, uh, what I mean by as a, um, an illusion that, that like a person doesn't love you or something like that to the point where a person like cheats or does other things. Yeah, I think so. I think not having self love can really push you into doing a lot of things that you don't intentionally want to do. You can really push somebody away by accusing them of doing stuff. You can have like the best man in the world or the best girlfriend in the world, and you making accusations to them because of your past relationships will push them away because it gets to the point like, okay, I'm tired of just telling you and proving to you that I'm not doing this. It's almost like. Uh, well, that's not really a great example, but it's like, I, I know I go to this movie a lot, but it's like on Baby Boy when <laughs> a vet, you know, smelled, you know, his privacy and, you know, and there was nothing, there was nothing there, even though he did do something. I think he did do something right. He did. Yeah. He said, he said, I can't, I couldn't touch the strippers. It's against the rules. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there's some men out there that, Let's let's talk about Yvette's character. Say her and baby boy, um, well, say her, I said baby boy. Jody. Say her and Jody broke up. Mm-hmm. And her next relationship, don't you think she's going to try to put all the baggage that she got from Jody 
on to the next person. So do you think she was putting Rodney on Jody? But Jody was scandalous. Jo- Jody put Jody on jo- Jody. Put Jody-, <laughs> <laughs> Jody, put- Jody put Jody on Jody. Yeah, Jody was. <laughs> jo- jo- Jody did did his own mess all by himself. Rodney didn't have to really do anything. <laughs> Rodney so, just so, said, "I ain't your, I ain't your daddy." <laughs> so, so, so Rodney was potentially a good dude that just made a mistake. He could have potentially took Yvette from Jody. If he was a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> so in that case, it's just she would she would have been putting Jody on everybody. She would have been putting Jody on everybody. Say she had like some little square, some square dude. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, if she, if, nah, because I, I think it would have been a total, a different, a different instance. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she would. It would have been she would have to get with another person like Jody, another hood dude like Jody, to be like, okay, you act like my ex. But if it was like a, a point Dexter square nine to five does this da 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 blah blah blah, I don't think she would have put that same thing because she would have. There would have been, but they don't one, have the same traits. It doesn't matter. He would have did something, forgot to call one day of, of him getting late from work, and all of a sudden he's a cheater. You act just like Jody. All of a sudden he's did, Jody. Exactly. It all it takes is one red flag. If you don't heal from that situation, you are gonna take that situation into your next relationship. It's just it's it's just it's just how it is. It doesn't matter if it's the square. It doesn't even matter if if if, it, if it's a, a a pastor Blake Jones. I don't know. I don't know if that's a real pastor. If it is, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, sorry. I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> I made that's, that's a I made a name. name. I just made the name up. But at the end of the day, it's just like it doesn't matter. People if people don't heal from situations, they're always going to project it onto the next party. It's just what it is, and that's why you have to take that time to heal. Even if you move into another relationship, maybe if you are open. Like, hey, I've been in a relationship that wasn't that great. I'm still in the healing process. If they can help you to heal. But if you got to explain that, you shouldn't be getting into another relationship. If you say I'm in the healing process, you should heal before you get into another relationship. But I don't want to be with a person that has to heal, that I have to pick up the pieces. That's for. you, but devil's advocate. Some men want to get into that relationship so bad. Like, oh, man, she looking good, man. I can help you get through that healing process. And sometimes they work out. Sometimes they work out. Not just because that. you are not that man doesn't mean that another no, man I'm not would saying, not I'm do not, that. Not, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> I know some men. There's a lot of divorce. A there's logical, a lot of divorced that's women. That's not a logical way of thinking because most most times when you first see a person, you look at their looks, right? When you see a person, you look at their looks, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get with a person the like... Attraction start. It starts you, with attraction. You don't look at a person and say, man, I wonder if she's broken or not. No, I'm it, not it saying come, that. No, no, I'm saying it would come in conversation. So mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I can't speak. For, I can't speak for all men, but that's 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 a messed up way of doing something to be like. I can help you pick up the pieces. I don't think it's a messed up way. I think that they're just like, well, I'll be strong enough for both of us so that you can I get guess, to the road to healing. But I guess if you're vibing, then it's like, okay, we vibing, we cool. I like you as a person. You have some baggage, so I'll help you. But if a person comes to you like, I got some baggage, if you can work with me, I think like this, I would think somebody would be like, nah, I'm cool. Work that out and then come talk to me. Yeah, but I don't really see anyone saying that. Unless it, 
a lot of people think that they can take on battles till they're actually in the battlefield. In the battlefield, yeah. So yeah. a lot of times when people say like, oh, you know, I, I've been hurt before, blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, cool. Let's talk about the line between love and hate. Okay, I know that's that, not... That's different. No, 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 that's different, I know that's though. not the best, best um, movie to go off of because no, just trying to... No, 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 that is perfect because he was, he was trying to do what he was doing and she said, I've been hurt for, before, so you have to be delicate with me. She explained it to him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to help her heal. He was just he trying was, to get what he was he, trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but she said, I've been... So, okay, I can see what you're talking about when you say the person... If... if 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 What was his name? Was it Marcus? Oh, I don't right. remember what his name I can't name. think of his name right we're now. We're just going to call him Martin but, Lawrence right now. That's, <laughs> but if Martin... That's a, the actor who played him. But if Martin was like... If Martin was really down and be like, okay, I see you've been hurt. Let's, let's work it out. Da, 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 da. But that's a conversation. But I was thinking more of a person just first time you meet. Like I got some, I got some baggage. You will work with me. I'm a, because the way you presented presented it was like I got some baggage. If you doing the work with me, I'm accuse you of cheating all this because my ex did all that. No, so. no one's ever going to. <laughs> no one's ever going to say I'm accuse you of doing something that my ex did. But what they're just saying, just be patient. Just be patient with me because at the end of the day, like I haven't mentally healed from that. My my heart hasn't healed from that, mm-hmm. and I don't know what my actions are going to be. Are you sure you can handle this? That's basically what they're saying without saying all of that. Yeah, and some and what the problem is is that some people either analyze it in this way, like okay, I'm analyzing everything. Like you may do this, you may do that, and some people are just like, oh, that's nothing. I've been through a heartbreak before too. I remember in third grade, so Nancy didn't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I think, so some I, people don't really see the big, the whole picture, and some people just like, okay, well, other than it being both of y'all first relationship, I don't see anybody going to a relationship that's not that's not somebody's not damaged in that relationship. Everyone's been hurt. Everybody has been hurt before. So, and we I, all deal yeah. with pain differently. There's no common sense to how to deal with pain or anything of that sort. Everyone has dealt with pain before. Everyone deals with it differently. Me, when I deal with pain, I isolate myself. I don't want to be around nobody. I don't want to... Because I, I, I know how it feels to have people's um, emotions projected on me and I don't want to be so vulnerable in my state that I accidentally say or do the wrong thing and project it on someone else. Mm-hmm. So I like to isolate myself away from people when I'm in that in that place. Some people say it's unhealthy because they're like, well, I, I, can, I, can, I can help you. You know, people think that they can help you through it. Say, that sounds unhealthy. Yes, because some people think that they can help you through it, but if they don't really know what you're going through and they just know the words of it, but they don't really know the emotions because they yeah. didn't really experience what someone has done to you, then they're never going to understand. They're going to understand what they went through, but they're not going to understand what you've been through. They're going to understand your words, but they're not going to understand the emotions of it. Everybody, Everybody feels like what I've been through, you didn't go through, so get over it. Well, most people. Yeah, people a want lot, you to get a lot of a lot of people want you to just get over things so that you can be back to the person that they want you to be, and that's a selfish way of thinking. So at the end of the day, if I feel like you're going to be selfish with my emotions and want me just to just snap out of it, like mm-hmm. so, who cares that you know this and that happened to you? Like I need you right now. If you're going to be that type of person, then I'm really like I I, I don't feel the need to be around you because I'm at the point of healing. My healing comes with a little bit of isolation. Doesn't mean I'm going to be isolated forever, we, we but it just, just means I need my time to heal. We was just watching a show where one of the friends was like that, right? Was that Harlem? Um, 
I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. Because that sounds like Megan Good's character, but it doesn't. Oh, um, when she was her her mother. Nah, there was another show we watched where the person was a just a horrible friend. Was it insecure? The only thing I think of is if you're talking about Molly, and Molly and Issa situation. I don't, it, I don't, I don't know what show. I can't think of it right now. But we was watching a show where the person was just like a horrible friend would be like, "Oh, you're going." Oh, um, no, it was the, it was the show with Day Day, and she was being like that with her sister. I, I forgot his real my name. Guess. Mike Epps. <laughs> I had to think, like, Day Day. <laughs> I had a total, total, I know who Mike Epps is. Like, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. don't come for me. That's funny. But, yeah, it was with Mike. The Upshaws. The Upshaws. Um, the way oh, that she was treating okay. her sister, she was being very selfish and wanting her to do all about Kim Phil's for the kids. Character. Yeah, she wanted her to do so much she stuff for the selfish kids. selfish and everything. Uh, oh, I needed you. Why weren't you here? Like, like I she didn't like, have a life okay, or anything. Okay. That That's what that, that was. Okay. But there's people out there like that. And it can be a sibling. It can be a friend. There's there's friends that you got to cater to my life and whatever you're going through doesn't mean anything to me. And that's then that person probably never experienced self-love. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, I've experienced a lot of um, friendships like that. And I think where I messed up was is that I overly made myself accessible. So... When I started, you know, trying to f- realize things on my own, it was just like, well, you're always here. So why aren't you here now? Like, there's something wrong because you're always here every time I need you. But then I started noticing that when I needed people, you know, it was a, a, their, their accessibility was not as <laughs> frequent as mine was. So I was just like, you know, what? well, let me back up a little bit so I don't burn myself out. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's always misinterpreted so at the end of the day mm-hmm. i just think um when miscommunication comes in between two parties it always makes things um complicated just complicated yeah. yeah because everyone starts making up a story of what they think is happening rather than people communicating to each other to really get to the resolve of what it really is and sometimes it's, it's not nothing at all it's just miscommunication there was so never a problem just miscommunication miscommunication comes with a lot of assuming Mm-hmm. Cause people assume a lot. Cause I don't. I don't feel like I need to talk to you because I already know. You know. You don't. You don't know. Yeah, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what my third grade teacher told me. My third grade teacher told me when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Mm-hmm. Ass assume. I'm pretty sure there's something um, biblical in the Bible um, that kind of made things that way. I know there's a lot of issues with you know people stealing stealing wives and stuff like that. But <laughs> or concubines. <laughs> <Not a janky couple. laughs> but I don't really know where I'm gonna go with this, so I'm just gonna move on <laughs> from that because it was about to go totally off subject. Was, Sol- was Solomon that was janky? Um, Solomon was janky. I think Solomon was janky. David was janky. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's your everybody, wife. I want her. Everybody, like, you know, <laughs> they was trying to get that booty back in the day. I mean, I know. <laughs> y'all have so many wives, but y'all got to steal somebody else's. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you over here killing, killing, working people or somebody else's wife. Like, you ain't got 10 at the house. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 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 but... When it comes to oh, self love, like it will, it will really make you enjoy your relationship. Like when it comes down to me and him, like, 
Like we told we told you guys from the past episode, uh, last week's episode, that we rarely argue, but when we do argue, it's bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, um, it's really important that for you to have a healthy relationship is to have that self-love because you can't have a, a healthy relationship if you don't love yourself first. And I think self-love will bring you to, uh, help you communicate. Right. You need to communicate with that person. Because when I think when it comes to our relationship, I, 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 I know that we're both very confident people. We don't really um, care about what people have to say or, or do or anything. Because a lot of times you have like third parties that may have a relationship that they don't like, that they're experiencing, so they need a commonality with you. Mm-hmm. So they'll start getting in your head and like, well, so-and-so, like, he did this. You don't think that that's a big deal? You don't think ex, that's yeah. a red flag? Did this, so he might do this to you because it happened to me. Yeah. Like, no, we're two different people. So, so you yeah. have to be really strong in yourself and in your relationship because people will come with those negative things so that they can feel better about their situation of, mm-hmm. of what they're going through. Instead of them breaking up with the person, they're like, well, I need to stay together. Let me kind of put a little red flag, plant one in, in your relationship so that you, we can have something in common. And you have to be very careful about those type of situations. Run. <laughs> but anyways, um, when it comes down to relationship, you have to really just love yourself. Even though like um, my past relationships were in the back of my mind, I've always been a person that felt like I was worthy of love. I felt like I had worth. But at the same token, sometimes, you know, I'll get in my head and I will think about the things that happened in the past and be like, well, what if he's thinking like so-and-so? What if he thinks this? What if he thinks that? But you have to really know who your partner is and also know who you are to decipher if your relationship is worth the relationship. But I would say also know a manipulator. Because that's a very, that might be the most toxic trait in a relationship. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a spouse, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a somebody, whatever. Parent manipulation, I would think, would be one of the biggest tools or biggest, you know, traits for self-destruction. Yeah, like I even learned, um, what I learned, I think 2020, I learned the word narcissism. And when I looked it up, I was like, dang, I knew a lot of narcissists. Like, you know. coming out the woodwork. Yeah, like I knew a lot of narcissists. And I just, and the thing is with narcissists is that they will make you think that you're the problem. So then you'll start sitting there and like dissecting yourself and like, well, maybe I am the problem. Maybe I need to change this. Maybe I need to change that. And of course, we all have things we have to change. But some things, yeah. it's just like, okay, you planted this in me so that I can continue to be a slave to you. So I can keep trying to please you so that you can correct me. So, because there's something mm-hmm. wrong with me that you see. So only you can correct me because you're the one, only one who sees it. So mm-hmm. I need to stay close to you. So the number one <laughs> trait would be... Uh, manipulation. Manipulation. Just like, remember when I broke down? Remember when I let you hear from that podcast I listened to? Remember I let you hear, um, what do you, I forgot what he said the type of narcissism was. And oh. broke, he broke down all the traits. Well, yeah, Craig just, Smith. Craig, um, Craig Facts. Craig Facts, yeah. Um, and he broke down, I forgot what type of narcissist he was talking about, but he broke down all the facts. And we knew a couple of people that had every fact except for like two. 
Yeah, and it's it's it's. Was it minute narcissist? I don't remember. I think it was like a minute narcissist or something like that. It was something like that. But he broke it down, and he broke down like five or six traits, and we knew people with most of those traits. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's really just really sad because you know you'll treasure these relationships so much and just think that these people because you start and I think that's how people get in cults. It's because you have. Well, I believe you have, would have to be a narcissist to run a cult. Yeah, you you see these people. They have like this godlike complex. They th- this person understands you when you first see them. They they understand everything. They're there for you twenty four seven. And all of a sudden, when you get to the deepest of the ocean of their bull, <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden. That's when they start. They they, they switch. They build you down. So they, they can, start tearing you down. They tear you down so they can pick you up the way they want you to be. We just watched this because um, we watched a lot of cult documentaries. Because I don't know why it interests me about the situation. See, I, I, I but I'm I just like, because, how do you get to this? How do you follow someone yeah. and get yourselves in these situations? But it's really interesting to see this because it's one of those. Oh, before you go on. They get to that point because of our topic. They don't have what? Self-love. There you go. It's self-love. People can spot it from a mile away if you're, like, feeling vulnerable, if you are having a hard time. Like um, like I said, like, when it came down to my, my father passing away, I had one person manipulate us into some nonsense. But after that, I just realized that's why, like, I liked I, – before then – I always, every time I went through something, I isolated myself. But that one time, I was like, I'm not going to isolate myself. That's when I dealt with the biggest narcissist I ever met in my life. And that's when I was just like, you know what? You when think, it comes down to... the biggest narcissist? I don't know. We might know one that's that's more of a narcissist. We will discuss this off camera. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> off, <laughs> off the mic. But I... I um. I've dealt with a lot of narcissists, so I don't know. There's three top ones that I can think <laughs> yeah. of right now. And I think the one I'm talking about takes the cake of all of them. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that off camera. Yeah, of course. Um, Or you can just, like, put in your phone and text it to me or something. No, I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you really have to be careful with those type of things because you can really get yourself in a vulnerable state and be in a relationship with the narcissist. Um, I know a couple people who are in relationship with narcissists and I actually just had to stop talking to them because at the end of the day, they'll get to the point where I was able to overpower my partner. So now I can overpower anyone and Mm. they start doing that to their friends. They start doing it to their family. I'm like, I'm not the one. (laughs) So I will exit out here (laughs) peacefully and we never have to talk ever again. I'll go tell you what to do with yourself in a quick second. (laughs) I don't, you know, and most of the time that's that's who I am too. Um, your girl, your girl's working on her temper, but at the end of the day, like I'm trying to um get to the point of picking my battles, so I'd rather just just go quietly and just you know you you can have it. I don't, I don't even care. So I would say before you end up in a cult or something like that, know yourself. Well, no one knows intentionally goes into a cult. They don't even that's know that saying. they're about that's, to that's be in a cult. No, I said that's what I'm saying. No, well, no, yeah, I read it that wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before you end up, before you get in a cult, before you love end, yourself first, you, then get up with the cult. Before you, before you, <laughs> before you end up in the cult. Is that better? Than yes. Know yourself. Know who you are. Have self worth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Know that that you are a person bigger than what a person one person wants you to be. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, because like you said, we watch a lot of cult documentaries. Mm-hmm. They prey on they prey on the vulnerable. That's what they they prey on the vulnerable. They prey on people who have gone through some traumatic things in their life, and they I understand. I'm here for you. And they're just like, oh wow, someone finally understands. Someone's here for me. And me. then after mm-hmm. that, you indulge yourself so much into this person. They can tell you to like rob a bank, and you would do it because you want to please this person so much because they showed you a love and understanding that you've never felt before. They become this God-like figure. That, that's what I said, the God-like, the God complex. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times when you can date someone, and it's not a cult, but it, it they can act as this person leader that just, You're oh, I, under, I understand everything. They don't give a damn about what you're talking about. I don't give a damn what you're doing. But they're trying to get you to the point that you're so weakened and so vulnerable that they can control you. And I, I, exactly. I actually had to get away from a person that was like this. They surround themselves around vulnerable people because they want to be able to be in control and they can't have control over their life. So they want to control others to be able to fill that void of them being controlled. So you have to be very careful when it comes to people like that, that they lose control of their lives, that they're trying to only surround their way, um, only surround themselves around vulnerable people so that they can control them because they can't control the situation that's going on in their home. That's a perfect place. That's the perfect, that's a perfect way to put it. And that all boils down to our point of having self-love. Self-love. You really have to have that. Yeah, know your worth, know yourself, you know, take some time to to, to think about the things you like to do, what makes you happy. But, you know, at the end of the day, and not to go against any type of religion, but just be careful when you are going into religion, because some divisions of religion is not really it's, a spiritual it's, it's thing. It's more of a cultish. It's more of this one person standing in front of everybody trying to just get in control instead of trying to help everyone balance their lives. And I think when it comes to religion, it's something that helps give us um, a sense of structure and balance. And if someone is just trying to structure you into just what they are saying and not what, whatever book you are, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how to go about it without it uh, not sounding correct. But just be careful, y'all. Just love y'all selves. Well, a, point I, a part of having self-love is to say, I'll be fine by myself. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't need people to validate who I am. Mm-hmm. You know? I have I know, never I been a follower. I've been yeah. more of a loner and a weirdo, honestly. <laughs> I know weirdo's not a good we're word. We're from California. We're from California, we're from California so don't but... call me no weirdo. I'm not. That's one thing I'm not. I'm not the California weirdo context, but I'm just saying I'm just one of those people where I do what I want and I just I just do it without worrying about me being judged. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I do what I I want to do. I don't really. And that's the way you should live your life. Yeah. Not looking for the validation of other people, because when you look for the validation of people, it's easy to get caught up in situations that you wouldn't have been in if you didn't have if you had self love. The only time that I got myself caught up, or even um, well, okay, the only time that I ever got myself caught up in the validation thing is when I loved somebody. Whether it was a friend, whether it was a family member, whether it was a relationship. And I loved them so much, I wanted to please them because I felt that's what love was. But it got to the point where I was doing more of um, validating 
yeah. if I want to say that, yeah. than me actually getting any type of love reciprocated back. Mm-hmm. It was just more of me, let me please you, let me please, let me please you, and not getting, and that's not oh, the, you know, let, let's, let's, let's please each other type of thing. So... And that's not the way, and that's not the way to move, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't but, think. Would you say I ever I try to validate myself to somebody? I don't feel like cause me, I really don't care about a lot of and stuff. And honestly, I'll tell you this: when it comes to to him, when he says he doesn't care about stuff, he's very honest about that. Because I would try to like make him care, like, well, no, well, maybe we should think about it this way. Well, maybe what what's trying to? He's like, I I really don't care, and he'll just start like <laughs> do walk off. I'm really happy just talking to myself because he really doesn't care because I'm always trying to think about, you know, well, maybe maybe it was just misinterpreted. Maybe we just need to just talk to them and just, like, see if we can come to resolve. And he's just like, you know I'm what? Good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. If they want to talk, you know, I'm here. But other than that, like, I'm good. I'm not about to waste my day. I got a million things I can do in my day. And I'm not about to waste my day thinking if somebody likes me or thinking – you know what I'm saying? Maybe we should maybe we should reconcile things. If you feel this type of way, that's okay. You, you can feel have that it. type of way. Because like it. I tell like I tell her all the time, when that person goes to sleep, they're not thinking about you. So mm-hmm. why are you thinking about them? Um I was kinda just looking at some little cues when it's talking about um you being in a relationship and self love. So basically, it will help you see in yourself what your partner sees in you. If you love yourself, your partner will love you too. That's a fact. You know, that's, um, that's I would say that would be rule number one. One thing that I always make sure that I do um, is anytime we go to events, I always try to dress like to my nines just to make sure that I look good on his arm. Everyone doesn't have to do that, but that's just something I do as me loving myself is to just showcase myself, you know. Um, one of the other things that I like to do is self-love makes you very independent. I feel like I'm a very independent person. We don't have to be on each other every day. That's not something that we do. He'll be doing his thing. I'll be doing my thing. Sometimes space is, is good. But even when it came down to the pandemic and we were seeing eyeball to eyeball like every day, it wasn't. We got along. We, didn't, we, we got along. I don't think we fought during the pandemic, honestly. No, we didn't. I don't, think we get, I don't think we got in one argument. I think we actually enjoyed ourselves. It was kind of like one of those like cabin things where we were just like watching movies a lot. Yeah. We was watching old movies and we were hanging out and yeah, we we didn't have that issue. Um, self love. So, so I would say when it comes down to self love, you know, what I'm saying, get with somebody that you can call your best friend. Yeah. And never get with a relationship with someone just for, like, status or something. Actually, like, enjoy the person you're with because you're going to be miserable. And eventually, it's probably going to get to the point where you guys don't last anyway. Just really, like, take your time to get to know the person. Yeah. Um, We've been together for over a decade. So, <laughs> and I really don't like to say that because um, it's really telling my age. But honestly, I don't even care anymore. Almost like. So at the end of the day, it's just, it's just what is what it is. Um, but 
at the end of the day, it's just like self-love works in so many aspects of your life, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's in your friendships, whether it's in just you as a person, period. You have to make sure that you love love yourself. Don't be arrogant. Don't be annoying. But you have to make sure that you love yourself in order for you to get to where you feel you deserve. If you know you love yourself, just know that person that loves you is going to love you because you love yourself. I know I love myself, so I know she's going to love me because I love myself or vice versa. So know yourself, like I keep saying, love yourself, find a happy place, find stuff that you like to do by yourself, and just confidence is key no matter what situation that you're in. The more confident that you are, the more the more success and things that you'll have. So be confident in everything that you do, whether it's your career, whether you do music, play basketball, whether you, you're your supervisor at, at your job, whether you want to run the company in, in, in how many years. Be confident and know yourself and know when you walk in the room, confidence is key. And walk in the room, you're the best person that ever walked in that room. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go in the room and be loud. You know what I'm saying? Because they said the loudest person in the room is, what, the person that really doesn't know anything? Mm-hmm. So just, you can be confident. You can walk in the room and be confident without saying nothing. And a person can look at you and be like, that person is confident. Be Beyonce. <laughs> well, I, I don't know I, if that I was a been, good Beyonce I haven't, I haven't been in the room Beyonce, so I can't, I don't know if... if <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? But they say they they try to, they like to use um, Beyonce as an example because because she she doesn't combat back and forth with people on social media or anything like that. She walks into a room and everyone just kind of gravitates their eyes towards her. Mm -hmm. So that's where they kind of say, like, she is probably like the biggest example of um, confidence is key. Mm hmm. So anyways, you guys, this was just a little deep dive into self-love off the Dreamville album featuring Baby Rose with Ari Lennox and Boz. So um, stream it, love it, buy it. I want to give special thanks to Valencia Stacks for joining me once again. And he's probably going to end up joining me for the rest of this month. So kind of get used to him. And um, for those who do not know me too well, look me up on YouTube. My name is Layers. It is spelled L with the at sign, Y-E-R-Z. While you are there, check out some of my um, older episodes that actually have videos with it. I have my vlogs. I have my music videos. I have my um, studio diaries and so forth. You also can check out Valencia Stacks on YouTube and all his social medias. I'll we'll give it to you right now. Valencia underscore Stacks. And that's on Twitter, Instagram, and um, what else? Twitter, Instagram. Okay. <laughs> and it's Stacks, S-T-A-C-K-S. Regular spelling. And Valencia, that's V-A-L-E-N-C-I-A space Stacks, S-T-A-C-K-S. Well, yeah, on YouTube. That's the name. Um, you also see on his um, YouTube channel, he has music videos as well, and he also has... Um, I think uh, like two tutorials or so forth and some showcase stuff. Well, he has a, a variety of different things on there that you can kind of see. But we appreciate you guys so much. When you're on his channel, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Don't forget to follow him on all his social medias. As for me, look me up on YouTube again and like, comment, and subscribe. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in for another week of the Lines and Layers podcast. You guys have a great day. Love yourself and know your worth. All right, y'all.
Bye-bye. Peace.